0: African Americans are arrested for violating marijuana possession laws at nearly four times the rate of white people, yet both ethnicities consume marijuana at the same rate. A 2021 analysis of marijuana-related arrests for New York City, all five boroughs of the year 2020, reported that people of color comprise 94% of those arrests.
1: Welcome to Awaken Bake, an educational, high vibrational, mystical, spiritual pot, I'm sorry, podcast from two girls, one joint, and a journey to awaken what's inside all of us. In the words of the
0: Wise Wiz Khalifa, let's roll something and get the day started. What's up, motherfuckers? We're back, we're better than ever. We're As always. And we're talking about cannabis on this episode as you probably heard in our little intro we want to get a little serious you know exactly um we wanted to kind of start the tone off by being like this is some real shit but our delivery is going to try to be as easy going as possible um because
1: you know it it is a heavy topic it is a heavy topic it's very important and it's our responsibility with this platform to share this with everyone exactly and this is something that we've just kind of been noticing
0: recently on social media i've been noticing on social media no t no shade but i'm seeing a lot of my white peers posting that they're like suddenly anti-cannabis, anti-weed, anti-marijuana, because it didn't work for them. And I think that the language we use around this topic is extremely important because we already know that a lot of the history of cannabis is rooted in racism.
1: So if we demonize it, we're just kind of playing more into it. And And that's what we want to talk about. And whether or not you use it, like your voice and your commentary and what you say matters Mm -hmm. because like... If you don't use it, but you're it's like talking shit, then other people are hearing shit, and like that's not true. So like, yes, you gotta be responsible with your words.
0: Exactly, and so, like I just said, some people, I'm talking about the people who have either, one, tried it and did not like it, I did not have a good experience with it, <clears throat> weed cough, see, I have a good experience with it, I use it daily, but there's also another group of people who tried it, liked it, and perhaps abused it, or had just like substance abuse, addictive problems with it. So that's what I wanted to talk about, okay? This whole narrative that weed is bad, this whole narrative that it's this evil drug or something to be feared. I know when I was a kid, I was told, like, it'll rot your brain, don't do it. Um, My dad was actually a drug cop, uh, worked for the DA, so he told me- Professional narc. Yeah, professional narc, and he told me if I ever smoked weed, I would go to jail and I would stay there till my court date, which for something that small, you know, that can be weeks later, that can take some time. Um, and I remember thinking like, ooh, he would be pissed to know that that is my drug of choice, like, that's my, that's my thing. Um, but here's the thing. What we actually know to be true is that weed itself does not have addictive properties. But what we also know to be true is anything can be addictive. That's, that's just a fact. I'm not here to say you weren't addicted to weed. Honey, I'm pretty sure I'm addicted to weed. Yes. But... I am very aware of that and I try to be very responsible and um, mindful of that, especially like during different phases of my life, which we'll get into like a little bit later. But what I'm trying to say is that it is very possible to be addicted to weed, but that is the exception, not the rule. That is just not how the case is for most people, right? Substance abuse is a personal issue. It could be anything. Sure, you were using weed for a while. Right. Um, That's just because that is what you were fucking using. That's what was working for you at the time. It could have been anything, though. Some of the most abused substances in our society right now, food, the gym, TV, or, like, electronics, sex, alcohol, even work. Like, we abuse all of that on a daily fucking basis, yet we're not demonizing it. And what I don't even think a lot of us do it on purpose, like, that's why we wanted to have this episode. Because when you're sitting there, like, really shit-talking cannabis... Without realizing, like you have a responsibility to consume like a responsible, safe adult. It's not for children to use. Was I getting high in high school? A tiny bit. (laughs) Um, but I was also really fucked up and abusing it at that time. Also in high school, I was a full-on alcoholic. Like, and I can admit, like, I'm I'm very open. So, um, I've had like a bunch of substance abuse issues, and I'm I'm not even 25 yet. Um, and I'm not embarrassed about it because I've like I've learned a lot from it, and I'm not like it's a Yes I suppose it's like it's a choice every day not to do that but because I'm someone who my issue is just substance abuse so it could be anything it's not like I think about alcohol all the time or like I think about Adderall I used to used to really like Adderall you guys when I was when I was in my prime eating disorder time um, and I was trying to stay skinny I was like whoa speed is the answer like Everyone should do this shit and I abused the fuck out of it Why because I liked it not because I tried it and had a traumatizing experience But because I tried it and I fucking liked it, but I was not responsible with it And also I don't need it. It is it just it doesn't I will I'm I don't have ADHD I don't have anything that I would need Adderall for so I shouldn't be taking it That doesn't mean I didn't like it That doesn't mean it wasn't fun even though I was using it for like pretty fucked up reasons um but when I stopped using it, also I wanna point out, I understand that Adderall is not the same thing as like heroin, like once you stop using it, it's out of your system, I get it. You're not gonna have the same type of withdrawals as you would from from something bigger. But like, for me, my issue is just always like, what is my drug of choice in that moment? That's where like, you have to be responsible and you have to be aware
1: and you have to just like, Grow the fuck up and be like, do I have an issue? Well, and I think you have to be able to recognize, like, something that we talked about this earlier. Like, Danny and I have both, like, um, right, gone through times of, like, abusing marijuana. For sure, I have. But Same. when I get to points where I'm at a low or, like, I'm not doing good, like, recently, I cut back on my wear. Because, like, I think that it's important to, like, feel, like, feel your feelings. And I think part of it is, like, why we abuse these things. I mean, even, like the gym or food, like all of that, it's all avoidant behavior. It's all trying to avoid the real feelings, the real root of the problem. It's trying to like get past it. So I think when you're using it with the intention of like, I want to solve these problems. I want to go into this and not like, you know, forget it. Like I used to Mm -hmm. have some serious problems with alcohol when my early twenties, I was reckless as hell. I was driving drunk almost every night. I was drinking, sleeping with strangers. Like I was absolutely wild. But then I learned that the reason is not because I needed, like you said, it's not my physical need for alcohol. For me, it was that I had this, uh, horrible, like, hatred for myself and life, (laughs) and so alcohol made that go away, and, like, so now I can look at that experience, and when I compare it to how I use marijuana, I see that it's completely different, because my intention is for it to help me, and better me, and so when I feel it, and I'm not doing good, and then I feel that it's making me feel numb, is, like, the only way I can describe it, is, like, usually when I'm high, I'm, like, happy, but, like, when I'm not good, and I smoke, it gives me, like, that numb feeling, and I hate that, because I hate the idea of being apathetic, like, that's one of the scariest things in the world to me, is, like, um, and that's, like, but that's how it works for me. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, like, for, but and you know, like, everyone's so different. And I think when we really get in trouble is when we're, like, uh, I almost said sterilizing. Demonizing. Demonizing. Um, like, right, like, that this is, that it is this one thing. Or, like, or at the very least, when we're not going to the same extreme to other things. Alcohol is legal. Let's talk about widely, that. Uh, Widely available. Almost pushed on you. I mean, right, like, you get ads on your phone, you get everyone's drinking alcohol in commercials, and TV, movies, everywhere. Like alcohol, it's like cigarettes. It's worse than cigarettes. Alcohol is like ingrained in us. However, after three beers, how do you feel? Who are you? Are you the same person? Like, it is, to me, so much more of an aggressive um, detrimental drug that affects me and makes me so much worse of a person than we ever could even imagine of doing. Um, And yet I don't sit here and say like, I'm never gonna drink alcohol again. I drink alcohol with the intention of knowing like okay, with one drink I have this feeling and I feel good, but I know that it's not, you know, it's all about learning and educating and you can only get that through experience and trying these things. So don't be afraid either, like, and that's not to say get alone, buy a bunch of weed and smoke. No, like, yeah. but like, don't like, don't ever listen to someone when they're telling you that these things are scary or that they have these awful experiences because you have to know, like, yours is going to be completely different.
0: Yes. And I kind of want to touch on that, too, like what Kelsey was saying. So first off, with alcohol, um, I'm pretty open that I don't drink, but I used to. (laughs) Junior year, baby, I was crazy. I was
1: crazy. Junior year of high school, too.
0: Oh, sorry, yes, high school. Junior year of high school. (laughs) I was, that was my um, most, I was abusing alcohol the most. And I, I, as an adult, I'm realizing now, that definitely played into some of my mental health issues yeah but i was drinking because of something that had like happened to me which was causing mental health issues exactly it was a a crazy spiral but anyway um alcohol is not something that is medicinal you your doctor is never in a thousand fucking years gonna tell you i think you should really try just some tequila shots (laughs) tell me hey before you go to work I, i know you got those nerves Throw a couple shots back. It's only 8 a.m. You're fine. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's not going to happen. But another example, and I'm not talking about cannabis right now. Um, if you are medicated, I was talking about Adderall earlier. Maybe you take right. fucking Zoloft. Um, or you take Xanax. That is something that actually is prescribed and it is incredibly strong. We like, And
1: it is very easily abused. It is I, commonly yeah, abused. I never should have been prescribed Xanax. I That was the scariest. Whew, that one was, and it was also when I was really bad with drinking so like got like Right, yeah, like, and, and it's so, these are things that are,
0: like, prescribed to us, right? Um, I'm not sitting up here telling any of you, bitch, I know so many of you whores yeah. who i I love that you take your medicine. I like you more when you take your medicine. Keep um, taking keep the pills. Keep taking your medicine. <laughs> However, if you wanted to, you could just go buck wild and start taking hella of them and abusing them. Right. But then does that mean we have to say, like, oh, sorry, we have to make medication illegal because it's possible to abuse it. No, it's life-saving medication, guys. This is stuff that makes your quality, quality of life better. Just because something doesn't work for you, there are so many SSRIs that don't work for me. Like when I was in rehab, I, I met
1: one that I wanted to seriously off myself on. Yeah. Um. I've never found one that worked. That's why I don't take it so far, thus far. I've never like opposed any, but like right, an SSRI has never, it only, For my brain chemistry they don't work but marijuana does and i think
0: kelsey can attest she's seen what ssris and antipsychotics do for me (laughs) Um,
1: a world of difference wonderful
0: i'm a much more i'm a better person and happier person when i'm stable however i'm an adult and it's my responsibility to make sure i take my medicine every day make sure i'm not abusing it make sure i'm not not doing it and like being irresponsible with it
1: right you know what i mean like and cannabis is the same it's all it's a privilege and it's a responsibility and so when you have that and when you're able to use it and when you're like able to use it freely especially like right we started this conversation talking about how like it is completely uh, unbalanced how it, people are charged and uh, arrested for like marijuana re- related uh crimes and stuff not even crimes just like having possession yeah cars. exactly um and like so for some people, it's, it's just annoying. Yes, it's <laughs> just, and it's like, it's crazy because it is a medicine. I, Absolutely. It, all it is, like, but like anything, and like, right, so it's so frustrating to sit here and like know that like we can have this, confer- and I'm so happy that we can, I'm so, I hope you guys are listening and this is like resonating and you go out and you tell everyone to smoke weed and yeah. or just scream in people's faces that weed is great. Yeah. Um, but like, it's kind of our responsibility to, if we can use weed, make sure everyone can. Like, if it's accessible to some of us, then it should be accessible to everyone who wants it. Kind of like, I don't know, abortion.
0: Oh, there (laughs) we go, exactly, exactly. Also, um, I don't know the exact numbers on this, you guys, I just can't remember off the top of my head, but from some of the research I was doing, um, now that in many states cannabis is legalized, it's really fucked up how we have, like I said, Such a giant number, so disproportionate, of African-American, mostly African-American men, I want to be very clear. Mostly African-American men who are in jail for nonviolent marijuana charges, while all of the working dispensaries that are legalized now are white-owned. For the
1: the very, very most part. the, The majority. The vast fucking majority. The vast majority. Which means that, like, white people are the ones who are capitalizing and stuff on this. And we're gonna do an episode more so on the history of weeds, but like, uh, the his, for, on this product that the African American community has really created like they started this revolution you know and we've just stolen it It's not like we do everything I, it's the worst like, and it, but that's what we mean like that's why we're here talking about this because it should be talked about and we're going to own that we're privileged enough to be able to do this but we're never going to do it silently if I'm yes. smoking weed then I'm going to be very open about it and I'm going to be like everyone deserves it if they want
0: I was at a wedding a, uh, like a couple months ago and um, we were smoking with, I love smoking. It brings people together. Yes. Um, it's like a social thing. Like instead of like socially drinking, socially smoke. That's what me and Kelsey do with all of our friends, who, with all of our friends who smoke. Another thing, we don't peer pressure people to smoke. No. Okay. So an example, I'm going to name drop here. My bitch Tabor, um, her name is actually Taylor. I call her Tabor. Um, so Tabor is one of my like childhood lifelong friends. And that bitch used to love getting high with me. It was so much fun getting high as fuck with Tapes. But then, um, you know, through different changes that and like choices that Taylor made, mixing those types of things with weed started to make her kind of paranoid. Yeah. And so now she just doesn't smoke weed anymore. She will every once in a while and she'll have fun every once in a while. But like, it's just, it has changed. Like her, the chemistry for her has changed right. and everything. So now she doesn't do it. However, she, and she'll say like, oh, I fucking miss it. I hate that I get anxious, like, cause it used to not be that way. Yeah. And so she's someone who's been on both ends. She's not out here telling people like, no, weed's evil because it can actually really make you anxious. Cause it's like, bitch, amoxicillin is a life-saving drug, but it tried to kill me.
1: I get hives. It tried to end my life, but it saves you whores. And, I mean, not to get crazy, but we also know someone who just became a doctor and they use marijuana. Um, so yeah! So like, let's just like throw out the idea that you can't be um, pr- productive <laughs> and smoke weed. Like That is such is- a misconception. That's a you problem, baby. And hey, that's okay. But right, like we have plenty of friends who don't smoke weed. We have a wide spectrum. We have friends who do, we have friends who don't. The only thing we don't have is friends who do, like, cocaine. But, again, guys.
0: As, like, their regular thing. (laughs) If you've dabbled in it, I'm not, like, that's fine. As long as your nose still works, I don't (laughs) know. Exactly. But I'm just saying that because, like. But if you come around me, like. Oh, my God, you like drugs, too? Like, coke every day. Sorry, we've had way too many. We've just had really bad experiences in the past couple years with people trying to be our friend because they think we love doing all drugs. And then they're, like, in crazy situations. And we're, like, oh, my God. I'm actually just trying to sit on my couch, get high, and talk about the universe. And pet my dog, and you're out here trying
1: to like end your life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, like while we're saying that like things are good in moderation, that's not everything. Like there yeah, are that's not there, a, there really. are limits. Like I don't want any of this to be taken as like now, oh, yeah we can try it all. Like I should try anything to. And it's when i know when I'm <laughs> probably like
0: in my 80s, I might try a little bit of coke. Hey, um, yeah. I heard that's the time to do it. Mm-hmm. I heard that's like that's, I would like, do anything I, when I'm old. I. But what we're saying is you guys. I'm like. Okay, really take care of yourself, really yes. but also that includes being responsible yes. with how you use anything and be responsible with the language you use, really. Especially yeah. if you're fucking white, you guys. I'm not yelling at you because I'm not perfect. I fuck up you guys, I made such a goofy mistake yesterday when I was talking, it was just a slip of the tongue and I was so embarrassed. I corrected myself, but I was like hella embarrassed and then I was like, okay, okay, okay. It was it was a moment of Dang. error. I'm learning, I'm moving on. It wasn't anything major, by the way. It was nothing, like, racist or horrible like that. Oh, my God. No. (laughs) uh, But but what I'm trying to say is I'm not perfect. I'm not yelling at you guys, like, you should have known this. No. I'm just hoping we can all kind of think about this and kind of be like, we
1: should do better. And, like, if you're not someone who smokes, maybe, like, if you're listening to this, be like, wow, I should... Uh, Be open about how I speak about marijuana and like supporting my marijuana using friends because like we do need some help Like we want I want everyone to know like I said it should be accessible for absolutely everyone and so really quick I just want to share obviously we're gonna shout out the last prisoner project if we're talking about weed pretty much I'll shout them out anytime Um, They are an incredible incredible resource not only for like education on marijuana actual facts um, about the drug itself but as well as like what's going on in the world some like real-time news about that they'll update us on like different like court cases and stuff that they're helping Um, any donations that they use go to give um, people who are in jail for nonviolent marijuana offenses uh, free legal help all that stuff they're like the most amazing place check them out follow them like them donate and then also we wanted to shout out Bailey Sarian on YouTube she's got a video called puff puff Past the dark history of cannabis It's not that dark because it's cannabis, Um, but check it out. What's dark is the way white people ruined it. Yeah. Um, But it's a super
0: good video, and it's really palatable. If you're someone who's, like, not trying to be depressed from hearing sad facts, I think Bailey does a really good job of, like, laying things out in a way that are, like, not, you know, she's giving you the facts. She's being honest, but her delivery is um, a little bit
1: upbeat almost Yeah. Um, while still being you know sensitive and politically correct and you just learn a lot about like kind of everything we're talking about and what started this and why we are where we are in the world with weed um, and why it's our job now to change that and switch how our narrative i love being part of the cannabis movement i love being an ally to it if you
0: will cannabis ally i am a cannabis ally um that being said everybody literally stay high bye